Hey y'all, this is Culture Soup, where tech, culture, and business collide. It's a podcast that spoons up everything hot from social media. I'm your host, L. Michelle Smith, and each episode we bring you some of the most notable and not yet notable thought leaders in tech, business, and culture. The year was 2018. I had received a call from the head of the North Texas Black Sports Professionals. It's a group of professionals in the sports arena, whether they be in basketball, baseball, soccer, doesn't matter, collegiate, professional, doesn't matter, but they all gather together. And it's an association much like the NABJ, the National Association of Black Journalists, for black professionals in the sports industry. Well, my friend Larry Lundy reached out and asked me to moderate a panel there at the Frisco Star. That's where the Dallas Cowboys actually practice huge, beautiful facility out in Frisco, Texas. And that's where I met Nicole Brittenreicher. Nicole would be the MC that night, and she was also the vice president of the organization at that time. The panel that I would moderate was for Women's History Month. And if you recall, it would be the first time that I would simulcast. Well, it wasn't really a simulcast. It would be a broadcast of a live event previously recorded on the Culture Soup podcast after this broadcast and also with the following episode from Lane College in Jackson, Tennessee, which also was live. This show would shoot to number six or was it number four? I forgot (laughs) in the Apple podcast business, business news category. But at this panel and the Frisco Star, I would introduce and moderate a conversation between three powerhouse women in sports. But that wasn't what brings me to the story today. It was who was in the audience. My NABJ family was there, as always, very supportive. Clarence Hill Jr., Eva, Gray Coleman, and others, Neil Foote, they were all at this event. But there were some other very influential people in the mix. What I did not know was there was a young woman there, a former attorney. She's a model. And she's also a PR guru. So fast forward to 2019. And I'm speaking at StyleCon on behalf of Mary Kay. And there she was again, Leah Frazier. By this time, I knew her name. And we just kept bumping into each other. Then at StyleCon and then again at a nonprofit event later on that year. Leah and I became friends and we did a lot of business together. More like networking, connecting her to this one, connecting me to that one. And one day, she reached out by email and said, hey, do you want to be a part of this article? I was impressed. I wasn't her client. 
but she was offering me this opportunity to tell my story in the midst of the pandemic, along with some other folks that I knew very well and respected. Leah is known for doing this type of work. She understands relationship and we have become close. So I want you to meet Leah if you haven't met her before. She's a multi-Emmy award-winning creator. She is an author now. You get to hear about her book. And she is a PR maven. Without further ado, here's Leah Frazier. Let's get it. Girl, I'm so happy to have you on this show. Everybody, I am so excited that I have the wonderful Leah Frazier on the line. You know, I'd call her Miss Dallas, but that's not really her title. <laughs> and for those of y'all that have been listening, you know that I am right here. Actually, my home studio is right outside of Dallas. We're in Southern Dallas County, but I was born and raised in Dallas. And to have another Dallas girl on the line is amazing. She is a multi-hyphenate, like the ultimate multi-hyphenate. But today, we're going to call her multi-Emmy award-winning creator. She's also a Marcom guru and, gosh, everything else, right? Everybody give it up for Leah Frazier. Yay! You're amazing. You're amazing. How are you? I am doing well. You know, I... I am just blessed. I wake up every day with gratitude. I'm doing what I love. I'm here on this show with you. Yes, yes. (laughs) That's so awesome. And you know what? She's a PR folks. And I was just telling her before we got on the air, this is a monumental moment because if you've been following my story, you know, I have done everything but PR for the last almost two years that I've been on my own. But since the show started, in 2018, we've steered around that topic and not even hit on it. So if I have this guru on, you have to know that she is a rock star leader in public relations. And we're going to get into PR yourself. But before we do, Leah, what do you think we have a culture soup moment? (sighs) Let's do it. I'm always on the interwebs. I'm always on social media, seeing what everybody's talking about. And you know what? I noticed that there are several people out there trying to get their entrepreneurial, um, you know, pursuits on. They're trying to start their own businesses. And the one thing they want to do is to get their brand right. And when they do, outside of social media, they want traditional media coverage. And that's what we see driving a lot of the conversations online, not just the content that they create, but the content from influencers like the media. And that's where you come in. Yes, absolutely. I mean, but there's so much now, you know, podcasting, like what you're doing is huge. The new thing is podcast tours for (laughs) authors, you know, and it's like sometimes they don't even want to deal with traditional media anymore. They're like, I want YouTubers. I want Instagram livers. I want Facebook livers. I want 
all podcasts. Yeah. And so I love the way this digital world is kind of transforming what we think of media and what we think of platforms and reach. And to me, it's just so exciting because it keeps what I do interesting because I have to stay up to date. (laughs) Yes. You know, I'm over at Texas Christian University teaching strategic comms to juniors and sophomores. And this is one of the questions that comes up at the beginning of the semester. How was public relations changed? And of course, at the core of it is technology, social media, and digital content. And you're right. Podcasting is one of those things. They even have a unit where they have to create their own episodes of a podcast. So you've dove into podcasting just recently. Yes. You know, I've... I'm taking notes from the queen. Oh, Lord. I'll tell you, it's it's funny because I did not want to start a podcast. Yeah. I was trademarking PR yourself, and my trademark attorney said, uh, it's a strong trademark, but we can make it even stronger and not have any issues with the trademark office if maybe you started a podcast. And I was like, mm. I have enough on my plate. <laughs> Now I got to go and create a show and I got to promote a show. And she says, Leah, trust me, do it. And when I launched that thing off and I went to my website numbers, I was like, how do I have 25,000 hits in two weeks? Yes, ma'am. So maybe people really need this thing. So maybe I need to make time for this thing. And I'm telling you, I was kicking and screaming. And she texts me like every week, like, how are your podcast numbers? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I trust you. Great attorney. She gets it. Yeah. Good for her. Well, and you know, it's interesting. 2018, when I launched, there were over a half billion, no, a half million podcasts out there. Mm -hmm. And it's safe to say that they've blossomed even more now because you can't throw a hashtag and not hit a podcast. Yeah. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. And, And I love... Just how everybody can find their own lane, whether you're doing it for entertainment, you know, now it's part of a business and marketing strategy. And it's another way, like you said, for PR. So I love the different mediums. And honestly, I listen to podcasts more than I listen to radio. Yeah. I wake up, I'm going through like, okay, Culture Soup just dropped a new one. Breakfast Club just dropped a new one. You know, like I go through all my faves and then... And then I get into radio, maybe, but yeah. podcast has replaced radio for me. Well, you know, the Breakfast Breakfast Club is a really great example of how you can pivot and integrate all of those things. NPR does it. You know, this is where yeah. I discovered podcasts on NPR because I love, you know, Code Switch and some of the others. But yeah, you know what? We're going to spend the whole time talking about podcasts. <laughs> Let's talk about PR yourself because it's a broader platform than the podcast. Yeah, it was one of those things where, and I'm, I'm sure you can like level with me on this, where somebody said, hey, can you come do a presentation? It's an hour and just do basic PR tips. I was like, all right, small for small businesses and entrepreneurs, I did it in one hour, just basic tips on, you know, how to get earned media. And the line when I got done was like, out the door and around the corner. And I was like, and there was other publicists that attended that were like veterans. And I was nervous because I was like, what if they don't agree with me? What (laughs) if they think Leah's girl eh, wrong? And they came up after and was like, you were spot on. This was amazing. We have your support. And I was just like, I have something here. 
And so when I launched a live course for it and literally made more money in that day than I had (laughs) with my services, I realized people really need to know, especially small business owners that can't afford an agency or a firm, they really need to just know the basics of storytelling and packaging that up to the media um, for brand awareness and exposure. And so it's just become this signature program where it's like, here's the course. We're going to make this, you know, something you can take online and here's the podcast for you to listen to. And then the book comes out in the spring and it's just, I was not planning for any of this. That's awesome. (laughs) I love it. I love the way you read the tea leaves, you know, as a leadership coach, we've got to do that. And you are open to the change because, you know, I ran an agency for about a decade and it's very easy to get stuck in. This is what we do as an agency. You know, we do media relations. We may do some integrated marketing. We may get your you speaker opportunities. But if you stick in that lane, even mm-hmm. though there are other opportunities and you're not willing to upskill to learn them, uh, suddenly you saw yourself doing a live course, right? Yes. Yes. Live, live course. And then um, I had just co-authored into a book. The publisher said, you have all the content, girl. All you got to do is just package it up, put it in a book. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll put it in a book. Yeah. And one of my mentors at SMU, I talk to her class every semester, but I just talk about LinkedIn and everything. And she was following it. And she's like, Leah, I write for textbooks, you know, at the academia level, this is a textbook because this is teaching them real world, um, practical, tactical tips. Yes. Let me help you turn this into a textbook. And so I said, oh, oh, like you said, I'm just rolling with it. I'm like, okay, we're, so we're doing a textbook. And you know, the, the power of technology allows us to do these things. I'm going to add one more thing to your list. Since you Ah. have all these to do's and, and folks pouring into your life and into your journey. Why don't you make that course an on-demand course? Oh, y'all just trying to, you see all the gray hairs. Look, free game (laughs) Friday. It's Friday, right? (laughs) Free game Friday. Get you something like every webinar that will run that thing on the hour. List. Okay. You are spot on. I do have that written down in my goals. (laughs) I do. I, I, I see all the business coaches I follow doing it. And I was like, Leah, you need to do this. You are one person. And I think it was Amy Porterfield or one of those guys that says she runs her automated webinar and she knows guaranteed, you know, how many people it reaches, how many people, you know, uh, she can do, you know, end up doing big Mm -hmm. business within the end. But in the end, it just frees her up so much. Totally. I'm ready for this to go out to the world. Yes. And I trust (laughs) you recorded it. So it shouldn't be anything. Yeah. 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 Free game Friday, (laughs) y'all. And I'm you so know happy what the crazy for you. thing is, is when I did it, I was like, oh my God, there's going to be so many publicists, agencies, and firms mad at me. <laughs> well, like, here's the thing. I think here's the other insight that you had that was spot on. And so many folks that go into service-oriented businesses want to target small business owners as their audience. And they want to work with startup entrepreneurs. What's the one thing we know about starting up as an entrepreneur? 
You're broke. Yes. And <laughs> you don't the have money. They budget for is marketing and PR, and they will tell you to your face that wasn't yes. in the budget. Yes, because they see it as icing, but they know that it will drive business. Yeah. So they put all of their funds in operations and anywhere else they think it's going to hit their bottom line quicker. And then they yearn for the PR piece. So it's very smart of you to say, entrepreneurs, here's what I'm going to give you. Okay. You can do this course for it and then go run and do it yourself. And I will spend my time and my energy with these paying brands that can afford retainers. Absolutely. Smart. And I feel like it's just, you know, here's my gift to you because they were the ones that I started out with, you know, and it's like, I am a small business owner. I get it. I'm also a writer and a contributor to many publications. And the one thing that would kill me is seeing the same people covered over and over again. And you know that they're getting the coverage because they have the money to pay the PR firm. When mom and pop shop down the street has an incredible story of why they started their business, how they're creating wealth for their family, but they just, it's not at the forefront of their minds to say, Hey, let me have the media tell my story because it's inspirational. And so now here I have this package that's like here, if you follow these things, now your story can go outside of just what you know, and now it can reach so many more people. And it's just, it's, I, I just feel, it just warms me up every single day. I, just, I love it. It really does. Look, you're helping people. You're supporting people. <laughs> yes. And that's ministry. I tell people all the time, this isn't business. This is ministry. It is. Because this is what I do to support people. And when it comes back at you, it just, I mean, I'm blessed, right? <laughs> You're blessed. You know, another thing that I I want to break down for the people is what Leah has just described is like the ultimate funnel because it's a customer journey, right? They come in at this, you know, very affordable rate Mm -hmm. through your course. They learn how to make more media coverage for themselves than they've ever had before. They're endeared to you. They become super fans. Their brand is growing because more media they get, the more business they get. And someday they can afford your services. And that has happened more times. And and I've had people come off the podcast. Okay, Leah, it's fun to listen to. I don't have the time to do this myself. Yes. (laughs) You just send me your rate sheet and let's go. Mm -hmm. But you're right. And I love... You know, I'm hearing it a lot now. Uh, nurture your customer, especially now during, you know, COVID-19. But um, I love that nurturing process because you get to watch them grow. And you're right. Once they do get to a point where like, I don't have the time to do this anymore. I want you to do it. I feel like I already know them. Yes. And they know you. And this is the important part. I just wrote an article for Zapier. They're one of my brand partners. And it's about creating content that sells, which is it's based on a webinar I did with the Brandpreneur, you know, um, our, our, our frat brother up there in, in Georgia, Nick Nelson. Um, but this is one of the keys. You want to nurture that relationship with such consistency yeah. and delivering such value that when it's time, they don't show up going, OK, how does it work? They show up going, where do I pay my money? Exactly. That's where you want them by the time they come to you and you have not had to chase them. Nope. 
nope, nope, nope. And, and, and you know what I find a lot of people struggle with? They're like, how much do I give? I don't want to give too much away. And I always think like, I can't ever give too much away. I mean, this is years upon years upon years upon years of experience. You cannot learn this overnight. I'm kind of giving you a shortcut, but I'm not afraid that I'm going to give you so much that you're not going to need me. You're going to go somewhere else. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not worried about that. So I tell people just give as much value as you can. Yeah. It is going to work out for you in the long run, even if they're just one of those faithful people that open your emails, you know, every time you send an email. That's still success. Oh, yeah. Girl, the open rate. rate. Exactly. (laughs) We love the open rate. The click rate. Yes. (laughs) Everybody serves a purpose. So don't discount that. Well, and here's the other thing that's embedded in what you're saying. And (laughs) this is what I do on this show. I will draw out the leadership principles and everything you say. She just talked about the fact, the takeaway from this is Leah knows her value. Let me say that again. She knows her value. She understands that even if she gives something away for free, she hasn't given away the secret sauce because can't nobody do it like Leah. Nope. Right? Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and with that in mind, you can give, you know, this This is biblical too. Yeah. You remember the, the, the parable of the talents? Yes, that's my favorite. Yes. Oh, my favorite. And and you know what? The ones that had their fists closed. Mm, come on now. Come on. That's a word. They had their fists closed. The Lord came back. The master came back and was not pleased. But it was the one that multiplied what they had. And the way you multiply it is by pouring in other people. And that's gospel, y'all. It'll come back to you. Three, four, five fold. And I tell you, when the pandemic hit and I I had a lot of clients, like I said, marketing PR, last part of the budget. So I was the first call. Hey, can we put the contract on suspension or what what can we work out? And it was like coming like clockwork. But I was I was calm. I was like, all right, you know, it'll work out. And so I just started doing these Zoom Q&As on business principles and PR tips, marketing tips, Facebook lives, just like what can I how can I serve the community that's hurting Bingo. right now? Yeah. How, what do they need to know in order to survive? Or what What are those little tidbits that I think is are nothing that may be valuable to them? So I started doing it every single day. Yeah. And when I tell you from that heart and that giving, my business tripled to the point yes. where I only really got about a month where stuff was just <laughs> kind of on chill. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute. Uh, Okay, I need more more contractors. I gotta get more. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. You know what? As you're talking, I'm thinking about doing something around calling it the heartpreneur. Yeah, because it's so true. And I had this conversation with Valerie Burton. She's my mentor coach. She's been my friend for a long, long time. But she has a little um, video series that she does called Meet the Coach. Oh, and okay. she asked me about how I weathered COVID nineteen. And it was exactly that. The first mode I went into was how can I help people? That was the first thing I thought of. And I just started giving away free coaching sessions to small businesses. I remember that. Mm -hmm. I remember you doing that. Yeah. Yep. And here's the thing. It wasn't my intent to, oh, I'm going to build my pipeline (laughs) by creating this funnel of free 
services. That's not what it was, y'all. <laughs> it I'm was laughing because it's true. Like what yeah. you're saying, that's the mindset. So that's the mindset. And it's so gimmicky. It really was. How can I help these businesses? How can I help these executives that are thrown, mm. that are out there saying, okay, suddenly I have to be at home. I have to homeschool my child. I don't know if I'm going to get sick. You know, I don't mm. know if my parents are going to see, I'm going to have to be a caretaker too. And then I've got the pressure of leading through this thing at this big, big company. And I don't even see these people anymore. Oh, gee, it's a, it's a WebEx now. Oh, Yeah. People were stressed and the best way to alleviate stress on your own is to come outside of yourself and, and pour into somebody else. Yeah. I just, it, it's, it's funny because it, when you lead with that and you see all the articles all the time, Forbes and all other places, servant leadership, servant leadership, but who's really doing that with no mindset of saying, I don't want anything back. I'm just yeah. here to give to you. Yeah. Um, during your time of need. And it was yeah. so true. And I had people calling me up. Why are you doing this for free? <laughs> when are you going to start charging? Where I know I'm like, we're good over here. Mm-hmm. You know, we're good. What I'm worried about is when I see statistics that 41% of black owned businesses are shutting down and yeah. are not going to survive when maybe I have a key or I have a nugget or I have something that can get them through a day, a week, something. Yeah. Why would I hold on to that? Right. And I'm good. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Just y'all that's gospel. Y'all have to, I hope y'all rewind that and listen again because that's true. That is, that is, gospel. Like I couldn't give it to you any other way. And let me tell you something else. It's very key to being a successful public relations practitioner because you did some things during that time frame that put us into contact oh, yeah. that I was like, you know what? She reminds me of me. Because oh. even when I was working for that big old agency, I remember working for Fleischman Hillard and I would call the media without a story angle for SBC. And just say, look, what do you need? Can I be a resource? Mm-hmm. And those reporters love to say, well, I'm looking for somebody who does X, Y, and Z. And I would give it to them. Yep. Which made it so much easier. First of all, they were going to call me mm-hmm. asking for stuff. I don't have to pitch them anymore. And then the other piece of it was they saw me as a resource. Leah did exactly this around COVID-19 spring time frame. She just reached out and said, you know, Dallas Innovates is looking for a few small business owners <laughs> to say how they are surviving COVID. Would you like to be in this article? And I was like, snap. <laughs> yeah, I want to be in the article. And, and let me tell it. you, Killed that it. was the article that kept on giving. Let me tell mm. you, Leah, because I kept tagging you on it, right? I know. And I was like, this, this is on the Stanford Hall show. And I was like, really? From Dallas Innovates? Yes. Yeah, so this is, this is the, the secret. And for some reason, Leah, I didn't even realize that we're tied into DCEO. I already have a relationship with them. And they were like reaching across going, okay, well, then we want you to come over and do blah, blah, right? (laughs) So there was that back channel happening. Mm -hmm. But then on top of that, I dropped three brands, maybe four, in that article that I was doing business with. All of them were not paid at that point. Let me tell you, they are now. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. That but is the, each one of them did an article on me. 
Oh I think with the exception God. of 17 hats. 17 hats, are you listening? Oh. But Zapier, now I'm a business coach for them, uh, an executive coach, yes. Michelle. They're my brand partners. I create content for them. I get paid like that too. And they're like, we're looking for speakers this year. <laughs> so oh. Zapier and I are like this. Bonjuro, I'm an affiliate partner. They give me their stuff for free. I send them clients. Yeah, and I I have a great relationship with their CMO. They're looking for ways to cry. I'm not a crier. You should. Oh my god. (laughs) It's worth it. This is the stuff that like because okay, let me put it like this. You hit the nail on the head. Like so many times I'll get a request and I'm not thinking and they'll put in there, which one of your clients is a good fit? I'm a fair human being. Okay. Like of course my first thought is plug your clients. But just like you said before, because I'm also a writer and contributor, I want to give you the best. So I knew Elle Michelle Smith is going to bring it in this article. She's making moves. So if you're going to highlight 12 black entrepreneurs for this series, she's got to be one of the 12. Yeah. Regardless if I pitched two of my clients, Leah, they're not a good fit. Right. Half the people I pitched were not my clients. I just wanted the piece to be good. Well, and that's relationship building. That is putting someone else before you. And that's not lost on anybody, right? Unless they're just evil, evil, evil people, which you're not doing business with, right? We don't do business with jerks. It's not what we do. We do business with good people and good people attract good people. So you come away and that reporter trusts you. They know how credible you are. And each time they come to you, they're going to say, you got some clients. Yes. Which they don't have to do. And you guys are, and and one of the cool things is, is when they text me and say, that has been our top trending article (laughs) for the last three weeks, Leah. Look, so many beautiful things came out of that, right? So John, John? yes, (laughs) John. What's John's last name? I just call him John. Tomlinson. Tomlinson, yes. Okay. So he's got this gaming company that, you know, um, helps quarterbacks be the best that they can be, right? So (laughs) um, he is like hyping Arlen Hamilton in the article. I'm looking at it. I, I met Arlen some time ago. He had no idea that Craig was close to Arlen, right? So I'm I'm just loosely on IG you know, connected with Arlen. I, um, oh, I know what it was. It was NABJ in Detroit. Uh-huh. I hosted the opening tech plenary with Lindsay Davis. And I drove that 90 minute show. It was amazing that I got to do that in front of all these journalists, right? I know. And Arlen was one of the panelists along with Jalen Bledsoe, which is where I became very good friends with Jalen. And Arlen and I just said hello and, you know, exchanged niceties, but we stayed connected online when john was hyping up arlen i was like oh snap arlen has to see this so i tagged her on instagram and said arlen take a look this guy is hyping you oh and that's when she reached out to you because i had no idea she knew you and said connect me with all these entrepreneurs i want to review their portfolios i was like dang (laughs) i mean and it was in but you know you guys were ready like yeah. I was sweating, like, well, what if, what if they weren't ready to get her all the financial statements or whatever? I don't know what she looked at still to this day, but I, I just remember getting that. And I'm like, 
all right, y'all, it's game time. Yeah. And John came out like a rose. He, was <laughs> he got funding, was y'all. Yes, he got. Oh, I got to get him on the show, by the way. Huh? I got to get him on the show. I just, yes. just, just occurred to me. Got to get him on the show. And he's a, he's an amazing person. And he's he's another person that just gives, 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 yes. gives. People call me all the time. John said to go talk to Leah. Yes. <laughs> so shout out to John. But yeah, he from all those little connections, I think John got a hundred and a hundred thousand dollars yeah. worth his mm-hmm. uh, app, and so I just think that's the power—the power of networking, the power of relationships, the power of when I send an email like that, El Michelle Smith was ready. Yeah. So many people I've sent stuff to and they don't respond, or they mm. don't respond on. That's time. too bad. Because I've been sending people to Leah. <laughs> coverage I want this and that I, but you don't show up you're not yeah. ready. you're not prepared you guys were prepared from the beginning all the way through to the end and so I think it just that one little nugget you know just turned in and blossomed for so much for all of you guys and yeah. I just sit back and watch like what's happening it's amazing now? and y'all are probably listening going you know, we thought that this was going to be a show about PR. Like we're going to give away all the tactics. Y'all, if y'all haven't picked up the gems, yeah, this is, this, this is what it's made of. Like if you want to be a really good PR practitioner, there are plenty of things, the technical stuff that you can learn, but this right here is going to make you stand out from the rest. And I know for a fact that anybody comes to me and says, you know, I don't want a whole big agency. I just want some, Leah. Leah, <laughs> Leah, that's who you need to talk to, Leah. Because look, she's getting me pressed, and I'm not even her client. <laughs> and, and that's the crazy. Like sometimes, uh, I think it was NBC. They were working on something, and she's just like, "I'm new. I've only been here a couple of years, and it's this this big series." And and I did the same thing. I was like, "Oh, these aren't clients, but this fits what you're working on." Yeah. And oh, by the way, here's one or two people that I'm working with right now. But yeah. the other five or six. We're just people, again, I met along the way that had a great story that fit that profile. But now, one, like you said, has now followed up to say, yeah. I think we're ready to bring you on. Yeah. And that just came from, again, being a servant, having a heart to say, um, I'm extending this opportunity to you. And I don't want anything back. I just think you're the best person for yeah. this media or press opportunity. Well, that's how you get the big coverage and not the little briefs. Yeah. Right. You, <laughs> you have to see you that go. article or that, um, you know, series in your brain. Yeah. Before yeah. you even talk to the journalist mm-hmm. and the journalist is appreciative because it's like, oh, this story wrote itself. Exactly. I was on deadline, too. I got my sound bites. Yep. I got my video. I got my cutaways. Yep. What else you got, Leah? Like you did my work for me. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Tell everybody exactly what PR Yourself is. PR Yourself is my signature program where I teach you all of the main, like the foundational tips and tricks and strategies for you to actually create a public relations campaign for yourself. It's literally what the title is. So Mm -hmm. everything from here's how you strategize. Here's how you figure out what media to contact. Here's all the documents you need your press kit, and here's how you pitch. Here's how they like to be approached. 
And I keep fine tuning it because like we mentioned earlier on, it changes every single day because right. of technology in this digital, this digital world, but it's literally packaged. It's digestible and you can do it all by yourself. You do not need a publicist for this. The only thing you will need is if your writing is not on point. Yes. That's hiring a copywriter. Yes. But other than that, you don't need a publicist to tell your story when you're the best person and the representative that can tell it. Nobody can tell it better than you. What do you say to people that say, well, you know what? I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to be boastful. I don't want to be out there talking about me. What do you say to them? Get over it. Yes. <laughs> and just like that, we I can name clients right now where they laugh now because they're like, I remember the first time Leah told me to get over it, go get your hair and hair, nails and makeup done because yes, you're going on NBC in the morning. Uh, I say, get over it. How yeah. far do you want your brand to be? And now more than ever, people want to connect emotionally with human beings and they're buying into brands because of, oh, I see how Elma Michelle Smith carries herself. And I love, I love her posture and I love just how she is and her personality. Let me see more about what she's doing through her business and boom, right. I want to do business with you. Gone are the days that you just have this great product or service and people immediately want to buy it. Right. That's not, it's saturated out there. We're inundated. Yes. It's, I get overwhelmed. Yeah. So you have to step out from behind the keyboard, behind whatever it is you're doing. And it's not being boastful. I think there's a a very professional and tactical way to um, promote your brand where people are, will be proud and they're going to want to know more. It's not like you're doing it with bad intentions. Right. And here's the thing. If you're out there going me, 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 you're doing it all wrong. Okay. (laughs) The way you should do it is make it all about your audience and everything they need. Bring value to them. Yes. And then they will come to you like bees. You know, who needs to hear this more than anybody? Our small business owners mm-hmm. have an extrinsic motivation. And some of it's intrinsic, intrinsic too. Yeah. To go on and PR themselves. Because they know that it's tied to their bottom line. Okay? They'll get there faster than my executives. Because my executives have been trained in the <laughs> corporate sphere. Put the big brand first. You know, lead out with the brand and, you know, you're going to take this humble, humble stance. And then they're sitting around there going, but why did she get that CMO role over at that company? Why does she keep jumping from DC level? How does that happen? And I'm like, are you watching her? Yeah. Do you see what she's doing? Well, I mean, she's out there. I don't want to be out there. you got to be out there. you got to be out there. <laughs> you got to be like, out there. Even if that means testing the waters in some of the more, what I say, supportive platforms. So yeah. I love LinkedIn because you can brag on yourself all day on LinkedIn and everybody's going to clap you up. Like, great. Yeah. Your book just came out. Woo, we mm-hmm. Great. You just won an award. Great. You know, we'll share that out like LinkedIn. So if, if you're not comfortable, I would say test putting yourself out there, your videos, your content, put it on LinkedIn because everybody is there to support. And then you can branch out to those platforms where y'all aren't saying it, but I know it's, Oh, what are other people going to think? We judging on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we judging on Instagram and my family's judging on Facebook. So, yes. But... <laughs> and Twitter, we just go attack. <laughs> exactly. Get over it. Yes. Yeah. There's a, and I call it false humi- humility. Mm. Or people mm. like, 
well, maybe I can get someone else to share it. And by the time you got somebody else to share it, it's old news. No yep. one cares. And they don't have the network you do. Exactly. The network you've built cares about mm-hmm. you. One of so the, why are we being yeah. shy? Yeah, you're right. I had a client do that the other day and I said, no, I'm not. Why am I posting what you paid me to get for you? Yeah. And if somebody is thinking that you're posting way too much of your wins, then let them unfollow because now you're going to curate your audience to the That's not your feel. audience. Exactly. That's exactly. not your audience. Be happy. They're falling out. Yes. And now it's being curated to the people who want to see you win, who want your product and who are going to support your work. So I told him, absolutely not. My personal feed is my personal feed. Yes. And get over it and PR yourself. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, and it kind of goes back to the podcast and being able to carve out your own lane. Yeah. Even though there are millions of podcasts out there, you can still very much be successful. Same with talking to your community um, online. Mm-hmm. They're following you for a reason. If they want to follow your company, they do that. So if you're out there talking about widgets are us, widgets are us, widgets are us, you are going to alienate your community. Have you seen that before? No. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of corporate types will get on the corporate rah-rah train. only do that. Yeah. And then what happens is, and they don't realize it, that everybody who's giving them the rah-rah, it's a fellow employee. It's a, it's a, it's a boss. You're you're not reaching anybody outside the company. Mm. You're right. The minute you start to, to share the thought leadership that you have, and information that they can use, you'll start to see those folks that'll wake up from three jobs ago. <laughs> like, yeah. I really like what you're doing, El Michelle. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's you're it's exactly it's right. interesting. And same with family and friends. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, just you just have to get over it. This yeah. this, this is where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is just where we're at, and now. Um, with YouTube, you know, that needs with more videos and things like that being created and live streaming the way that it is. Um, and like you said, podcasting and now even with, um, a lot of the TV segments or they're wanting your videos already done before they book you because they're, yeah. they're needing B-roll. So it's like, you need to just be comfortable being out in front of the camera, speaking on, like you said, those thought leadership points and and connecting because it makes it easier down the road when you are trying to secure coverage. They could say, oh, this person, they've been doing that. They've been putting themselves out there. They have. Yes. So. Um, tell us about your book. You have a new book coming out. Yeah. So I have two. I just dropped one. It's a small ebook that I did on Amazon. And it was one of those things, El Michelle, where it was like, ah, oh, this is the painful part of my journey. And, but I felt like God was just pushing me to just, just tell people. Okay. Wait, bit. wait, wait. I got to stop you. The coach in me wants to dig deeper. Because your whole, your whole body language changed. <laughs> And then you're like, well, and you kind of shrank, Leah. I hadn't seen Leah shrink. So I got to ask you, why'd you shrink? What what just happened there? 
Because it was, when I did the book, I was, you know, I'm very, I'm a nerd. I'm very, I want to talk about professional. I wanted to talk about PR. So when I was talking to um, the publisher, I was like, oh, I'm just going to do a small ebook on tips and all that stuff. And God was like, nope, I need you to tell part of your story. And I'm like, but this isn't in alignment with everything I've been doing for the past couple of years. He's like, nope tell your story. And it was that part that was still, that I was so fragile about because during my entrepreneurial journey, I took a leap and it went great the first year because I had all these savings from being an attorney. Yeah, And then I lost everything. Yeah, And every day I was losing something to try to, or selling something to try to sustain my business and nobody knew. And at the time I was still heavy into fashion marketing and PR. So that is a very yeah. luxurious, you mm-hmm. have to look a certain way, have to drive a certain type of car. And when I lost my vehicle amongst all yeah. of that, it got repossessed and it was a BMW. Yeah. <laughs> I remember walking back to the parking space every day, like one of these days I'm going to walk out here and it's going to be gone. One of these days. And I remember the day I walked out and it was gone and something clicked inside of me like, okay, girl, well, let's go back into the apartment and Google how to ride the bus to get to where you need to be today. And for the next year, it was, I was walking two miles in the Texas heat. Wow. To put on social media presentations, trying not to sweat when I got there because I didn't want them to know that I was struggling and that I didn't have a car and learning public transportation and and just, you know, all the things I thought would never happen to me. And then when I got evicted, like that was like the it ultimate. Was, it was the ultimate because when I was an attorney, I practiced bankruptcy. Yeah. And I was embarrassed when I went to court. There was one of my old, you know, colleagues, opposing yeah. sides. And I was like, mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't notice me because it had been a while since I've been in court. And I was like, I don't want him to go out and say, I just saw her in court being evicted, yeah. you know, and nobody knew. And even the apartment manager, I remember her hugging me saying, I support you a hundred percent because I personally know how hard you're fighting and I yeah. want you to make it. And yeah. she said, it is pain. It's so much pain for me to sign this order right now. You have no idea, Leah. Yeah. And we hugged in court and the judge said, I think this is the first time I've seen <laughs> the renter hug the apartment yeah. manager getting evicted. And I said, dude, you, you know, you just don't understand. So Let me I, stop I, you for just a second. Yeah. <laughs> because I want to loop this back around to the body language I saw. Yeah, And I need to just encourage you. Thank you. That is a powerful story. Thank you. And that's what makes you incredibly resilient and the person that you are today. Yeah. And yeah, this is related to PR. Yeah. Because this is a story of how you got to PR yourself. Absolutely. And it, and it, and it's one of like grit. And when you're talking about, do I want to put myself out there? I didn't have a choice, but to put myself out there. Cause when I'm looking at, I'm getting evicted. I'm having to move back home. I'm looking at a bank account with three cents in it because I have 10 K plus in receivables and clients aren't paying on time. Yeah. I'm like, I had to PR myself and put myself out there to get more money through the door and get more opportunities so that I could survive. People need to hear this because we live in an age where entrepreneurship is glamorized. Yeah. And it's not to say it isn't rewarding. 
But yeah. people need to know that it takes that kind of grit. You have to be willing to take some risk. And sometimes you're not going to even be smart enough to know that you're going to end up in a situation that you're in. You're in. So give us the name of this book. Because ah, I think lessons. it's appropriately titled. Thank you. It's called Lessons from the Bottom, Losing Oneself to Gain Success. Okay. And so I talk about losing yourself because I came from being an attorney who could buy anything she wanted, had any car she wanted, travel whenever she wanted. And I had to lose my attachment to money, lose my attachment to security to become the leader that I was destined to be. One who, um, when I got everything back tenfold, how are you going to be a good servant of that money? You know, um, how are you going to lead the people and not worry about what type of car you drive? I know now, hey, I, I was connected with people on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the bus drivers, we were having a good day. Like, we love coming to your bus bus stop because we don't know what she's going to wear today. Full African print. We See? Don't know. <laughs> I love it. Because <laughs> the wardrobe had not been repossessed. Thank you. Not the wardrobe <laughs> was still kicking. So yes. I'm walking in my full African print. You better, you better walk bus. in your power, girl. That's yes. awesome. Yes. <laughs> Look, I'm hoping to see that that is actually one that manifests that we can put in our hands. Because yeah. that story, that story right there, I know you shrink from it, but it, Leah. It still hurts. It still hurts. I know it hurts. But Leah. I girl, know. I, that's you powerful. Know why? It, because I can still feel what that felt like being all alone. And I, I, I have my journal, so part of. The next couple of weeks on social media, I'm going to read some snippets from like, this was my thought process yeah. <laughs> during this time. But I am, you're exactly right. I am putting the full, like what I, the small, the ebook is small that I just released, just like a little snippet to encourage people. But the full story, yeah. all the stories that I journaled that entire time, I took pictures the entire year I rode oh, public good. transportation because I felt like. I finally, without driving, I could appreciate Dallas. Yeah. I could appreciate the people. Yes, you coached yourself through that. Yes. You and found so the opportunity, you, the message in the mess. Yes. So there will be yes. a bigger one with woo, all the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. That's what I'm talking about. Leah, that's awesome. And I can't wait to see that one on bestseller lists and all sorts of things. Receive it, girl, because it's going to happen. That right there, that's gold. Yes, that's thank gold. you. Thank you. No, thank you for opening thank up you. and being obedient to God's voice. Ooh, I didn't want to tell it. I know you didn't, <laughs> but God knows better, right? Yes, yes. And and you told it here, and I'm sitting up here like, I've just been blessed. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, I and, and there was times where it's like, rent is due in one hour and I have three cents in my bank account. What's going to happen? And the next day, you know, God is an on-time God. And when we say on time, we can beat the deadline. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it's it's a place where sometimes it, it, I don't want to say it makes me sad, but it's like, Ooh, I don't ever want to be there again. Yeah. Just going to do what I need to do to like, but I know what that feels like, but I know what's inside of me. uh, So nothing can really hold me down because I was scared now. Yeah. 
Yeah, you made it, girl. Tell everybody where they can get the book because it just dropped yesterday, right? Or day it before? It dropped yesterday. Yes. Yeah. You can go to leahfraser.com. There's a tab, Lessons from the Bottom, and you can get the book there. Or if you're a big Amazon person like I am, you can just go on Amazon and Lessons from the Bottom is there on Amazon. So go get it. I'm going to get mine today. Yay. I'm so proud of you, Leah. Thank you. Y'all, this is my sister. I have, um, gosh, I met you three years ago. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we felt connected ever since. I know. I was like, who is this woman? I need to know this woman. <laughs> she is commanding the stage. I could take some notes from her. And then how you run your podcast and everything down to your marketing and you just put your things out there and then to the TikToks. I'm like, okay, Leah. <laughs> Just everything to the merch and the yeah. like, yes. These are the type of people you need to surround yourself yeah. with to to push you to your next level. Yeah. And so you're definitely that. one of those people that I look up to where I'm like, okay, this is Aww. Leah, this is standard. Like this is this is where you reach. <laughs> oh, you're gonna make me cry. I'm, That's I'm beautiful. So serious. I'm so 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 serious. Well, and you know what? When you put your mission out there to inspire people to do better, that's, you know, be great leaders. That's, that's my mission. That's my goal, my purpose. And then when it comes back to you like that, oh gosh, okay, we're going to have to end this, this episode because somebody's cutting onions up in this place. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. You know I'm a car baby. Don't do that. It's Friday. It's Friday. Yay. Leah, it's been amazing talking to you today. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Where can everybody follow you on social media? Yes, at the Leah Frazier across all platforms. Yes. Can't go wrong. Yay. That's branding, folks. Yes. All right, Leah. You take care, girl, and I'm going to get my book. Yes. Thank Yay. You. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye-bye. What a touching and inspiring conversation with the Leah Frazier, multi-Emmy award-winning. You know, we didn't even ask about that. Creator, entrepreneur, and PR and marketing maven. Leah, I'm so proud of you. Find us online at theculturesoup.com, on Instagram and Twitter at theculturesoup, and on Facebook at the Culture Soup Podcast. Until next week. The Culture Soup Podcast is a production of No Size Communication, LLC. The Culture Soup Podcast is a registered trademark of No Silos Communications, LLC.